Hi. Oh. Can you... What's going on with you? Oh. Oh my god, I'm having a fisherman's friend. What about you? Uh, well, I just wanted to call you because it's time for our, our cold call. Did I ever tell you I am like a fisherman's friend in many ways? It's because my dad traps minnows. He has a minnow shop. You see, the fishermen, they come over. I come running out, trying to score friendships. I'm a fisherman's friend until the end. You, uh... Yeah, something's wrong with me. You okay? How are you feeling? Mmm, anxious. I feel like this is like something that I can't do, or maybe we, maybe we have to restart at ten o'clock or something. It's like one minute away. Uh, oh, yeah, something's going wrong. It probably has something to do with the fact that I just started drinking beer about four minutes ago. Oh yeah, and I just barely got like two sips in, and so now, uh, it's just bad timing. Well, I'm sure you don't want to go for the, uh, the dun 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 honesty edition of the PC cold call. All right, um, let's do tell it. Me, tell me how you truly feel. Hey, All right. Caleb G. Gaisley, do anybody out there drive you crazy? How do you feel? How you doing there? Buddy. I'm just having a problem. You having a bit of a, a mental thing? Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I've been looking forward to doing this uh, episode all day. Let's restart it. But I just made a mistake by starting, uh, starting to drink about five minutes ago. Well, we could restart it if you're not comfortable. I mean, you know. I just uh, want to get back into the headspace I was in yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yesterday was a lot of fun. We talked about, you know, cleaning up the downstairs area. We uh, clarified that I was not talking about my, uh, my manscaping I was talking about my dusty pool table in a unkept basement we had uh, yeah tons of laughs yesterday did we not yeah well good news anyway the uh, the episode from yesterday has been posted our HD episode well that's good we posted it on it's anchor posted to all platforms yeah it's on anchor it's on it's on Spotify you know what time it got posted at 3.46. A.M., baby. So it's all live. It's ready to go. And, uh, oh. yeah, we already got a couple of views. Yeah, they say strange things happen at the uh, densest hour of night, which is 3.46 a.m., for those of you who didn't know. Yeah, 14 to 4, the most magical time of the day. That's the thing with 3.46 too, right? Next thing you know, it's the morning. Yeah. Well, you wait too long, it becomes like close to 5 a.m. Like next thing up. you know, like you could watch one video 
at 3.46 a.m. and it'll be morning. If it's a thrilling piece of content, then you might just make it till morning. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I just stay up every night, right? Because uh, you can't die if you're not asleep. So I, I haven't slept in years. <clears throat> just kidding. I had a great sleep last night, though, after a bit of a bout with acute insomnia. You hey, there was nothing attractive. A... There's nothing attractive about insomnia. I'm talking about like a little bit of insomnia. I was up yeah, for a couple days. Yeah, the bout with acute insomnia. Yeah. Well, it's just because I was well rested. I looked yeah. it up online for some advice and it said you got to ask the person if they're on uppers. I'm not. Nah, you're just a natural thrill-seeking adventure-loving individual who you know, opens his eyes and lives life to the fullest. And just having a full night's sleep is going to make anybody want to get up and move around a bit. But it can be hard to be so confined and have so much energy. Is that perhaps yeah. what you're experiencing? Yeah, that's right. And I am. I'm not that bad. Right? I can right. do the show. Right? You're I can run for council. I could be the Prime Minister of Canada. I could be the first foreign-born you know, American president. Right? Right? I could be an astronaut and Anything a rock star. You put your mind to. Right? Except for that one thing. Ah. <laughs> and even if somebody says that to you, prove them wrong. You could do anything. Anything within reason. <laughs> Sometimes... You know, when someone's bubble starts to grow and grow and they have more and more ideas, you know, you ever have to burst someone's bubble? Uh, metaphorically speaking, perhaps. Like someone, like maybe someone's pushing themselves too hard and trying to do a stunt that they can't do yeah, or that they're not ready to do yet. Yeah, you have to tap them on the shoulder and say, are you sure you want to do this? You can get really injured if you overstretch. Oh, for sure you could. Pull a, pull a muscle? Fail, fail to do a stunt? Live. Yes, I have. What happened? Oh, live. Well, yes, I have. But, you know, I, I kind of live in that world, too, of, like, stunts and performances going on all around me and stuff. So, of course, you're bound to see people make a mistake. But live, I've never seen anything horrific. On video, I've seen some... I've seen some videos of some friends of mine and stuff with some pretty ridiculous circumstances. I saw this one video from last summer of uh, this woman who performs a hula hoop show and she does a really good job. And, uh, but she was just having like a problem in her show because her hoop started to get stuck in a weird way. Okay. And stuck it was just like this, no, stuck, stuck to the, her stand and their flaming hoops. So it was like, whoa, this, you know, this could be a mistake, but she's a professional. And uh, anyway, next thing, a man in an electric scooter just plows into her show and crashes into uh, the fire. And it picks up on the scooter and, and starts going. Crazy. Yeah. The, the, the video's on YouTube. I mean, we could always put a link if anybody wants to see it. She's a great performer. Her name's Bex in Motion. She does a hula hoop show. But uh, it's just, for that to happen, it's just like, whoa, 
not expecting that. A lot of things in life don't go according to plan, and a lot of things do happen unexpectedly. I mean, that must be the case for most of us. That must be true for most of us, unless there are some who, you know, make perfect plans and never fail. Oh, yeah. That's like me. All my plans are perfect. I never made a mistake in my life. Everything, every word I've said on the show so far is scripted. Even at the beginning. When I went that through some type of issue. That whole <laughs> entire thing about not being sure if this is the real take or not. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I I, I just had like a couple of sips of beer just, just before the show. And it, it, it messed me up there for a second. <laughs> well that is the risk after going from a sober mind to just the first drop of alcohol i don't know it hits fast though and i always knew that in science class like just having a sip of alcohol like hits really quickly and you can also notice that like if you have a sip of alcohol you'll notice some changes oh yeah almost almost instantly it's not yeah. like when you take a Tylenol and it's like this Tylenol is going to kick in in the next hour or so. It's like five seconds. <laughs> That's a really good way of phrasing it. It's definitely yeah, not so... like a Tylenol. No. Yeah, this is like the uh, the flirtation with alcohol stage when you just have a few sips and you're like, whoa, I'm loose. I feel good. You want to do a podcast? This stuff is dangerous. If it's abused, it's dangerous. If yeah. if alcohol is respected, it might be okay. Concept I could maybe dish out real quick. Please do. Ever, I'm uh, listening. Did you ever noticed in a room that maybe somebody somebody be opening a, a pop can? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. Just uh, Was... you know, going going about your day, and then all of a sudden. You just think to yourself, is somebody opening a can in here? Is there alcohol in that pop can? No, it's uh it's grape soda. You ever you ever like in a bathroom over at the mall and you just hear that noise like coming from the next stall over and you're like, why is someone drinking a pop in the bathroom? That's <laughs> yeah. what I always used to think when I was a kid. I'd be like, why would people drink a pop in the bathroom out of all places? Maybe they're getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know about that back then. Having a cold one. It's weird, like, when when you think about it. Like, yeah, I bet you could open up a can of Sprite right in front of a cop and they wouldn't look twice. But if it was a can of Molson or, like, some beer brand, that's illegal, right? Oh, what if sure they just packaged beers in, in cans that looked like pop? That no one would know. I guess that's probably illegal. Uh, well, oftentimes... Because nobody can make their... You can't, you can't make a Coke can be filled with beer. Unless yeah. you were to pour, pour it in there. But then it's it would already to, be open. So what's the it's point? It's hard to tell these days which drinks are drinks of sodas and which drinks are drinks of alcoholic beverages. You know? I did have an experience one time. Energy um, drinks I'll tell you, look quite a lot yeah. like alcoholic beverages sometimes. That's what I was just going to say. I was walking down Young Street a couple years ago, and I was drinking one of those. It was back when I used to drink energy drinks sometimes. 
and it was drinking one of those green energy drinks. Oh yeah. I forget what it's called. Verve or Vibe or Vibe. Sort of look like Monster, but not Monster, and they cost two bucks instead of three fifty. It's like an off-brand Monster. For sure. What happened? Anyway, I was just walking down the street, you know, taking taking video and minding my own business, and a cop like grabbed my arm, like kind of violently, and he was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I had no idea what he was talking about. And then he was like, got big eyes and like put his hand to his head, like I was some type of idiot, and pointed to my can. I was like, yeah. this is an energy drink, sir. Sir. And then his, his like whole ego completely like deflated and he went from being a threatening figure to being like, oh, Apolog I'm sorry about that. Have a nice day, sir, citizen. But like he was about to throw me on the ground because I had a green can in my hand. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm looking at a Sprite can right now on my desk from when I got a slice of pizza and it's like... It's green. It's like the same thing. It's just a green can. If you were holding it and the and the logo was covered, it would kind of look like a beer. It would look like a Corona because even with the yellow, don't they use green and yellow? Or a Heineken, I think. That's the beer that's green. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what Heinekens look like. Yeah, me neither. But it is it is interesting. You know? It's an interesting noise because you got to start thinking, what are, what are they drinking? Like right now, luckily, you, you're not making me wonder too much because you already told me it's grape. But if you hadn't told me, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, was that, is there alcohol in that can, Paul? And you're like, <laughs> it's a secret. Mm. I'd just like, I'd, it hijacked the whole show. I'd be like, because the whole time I'd be wondering what's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Why what's in that can? Paul, I'm not telling you. I'm not why telling won't you. Paul tell me what he's That's my secret, right and I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> hilarious i've always been a person who you know strives for knowledge even if it seems irrelevant to somebody else it could be very important to me some minor detail definitely important I, to try and better your knowledge upon all things I, I used to have a problem sometimes when i was a kid and somebody would say something irrelevant yeah. i didn't hear them i'd go pardon me and you know strangers wouldn't really repeat themselves or like just someone at the fair, they don't feel like repeating themselves. It would get to me. Yeah. And I remember when I was little too, I don't know if this is a still a common expression, but whenever you, whenever I had to ask people to repeat themselves, if I didn't hear them and they weren't part of my family, they'd often go, you got water in your ears? And I feel like even some of my extended family used to say that. Like at a family gathering and someone mumbles and I'm like, what's that uncle or whatever? You got water in your ears? I can't remember anybody specifically, but just, you know, like sometimes maybe you go to a family gathering and one of your family members brings a friend who's not part of the family. Yeah. And they introduce new concepts to all the, all the children. Some like times the parents find out and they're like, whoa, we're never bringing that person back again. Yeah. Sometimes there could be big, big misunderstandings between youngsters and elders. You know what? I got a funny thing, story to tell you. Yeah. About a major misunderstanding like that between old. <laughs> and, and this is my cousin. My cousin. Really cool dude. He's a good father. Anyway, one time when he was a teenager, he came over to babysit my brother and I. 
and he taught us how to climb the walls. So <laughs> when my parents got back, you know, from whatever they were doing, we were climbing the walls. Yeah. He literally taught us how to climb the walls. He was like, I don't know how old he was at the time. He must have been, he must be 10 years older than me. So he's like a teenager and we were kids. We were little kids. Yeah. And what, what he did is he just extends and we were tall enough and he was short enough. Just extends his arms and legs to both sides of the wall in the hallway. And we could climb right up to the top and hold ourselves there. It's like a bunch and, of you know, the dry, kids. The drywall never fell through. Like we weren't putting enough weight on the walls to hurt the drywall. We didn't scratch anything, but we didn't realize how dangerous that is. Like what if the drywall did fall through? You could break your leg because it could just push right through, right? If you know you can do it, you're okay. If you, cl if you climb the walls like that and you're on the, you know, the pieces of wood that go in between the walls, that's more sturdy than if you're not on one of those. Definitely. Are, what are they, are they called studs? If you went in between, you could you could try to climb the wall and on your jump just push right through. Both hands and both feet go through the wall and then you're stuck there and then you can pull your groin. A stunt? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I used to have a friend. It's hard for adults to understand kids. They speak different languages. Generational gaps, eh? Yeah. They do speak different languages for sure. I used to have a friend who would, like, hang off of the railing that we have in the kitchen. Then, like, he would go on the outside of the railing. There would be a stairs going, leading down to downstairs. And, you know, at the bottom step, it's, like, 10 feet. And he would just, like, suspend himself in the air and catch himself at the last second with his hands behind his back on the railing. And that used to bug me because, like, it's a good trick and all. But like you said, the risk factors of crashing are, you know, serious. And uh, Oh, yeah, I, I can think of a lot of ways. I can think, it's, yeah, they're life-threatening. But it is life-threatening. It is life-threatening. More, It's more dangerous than... definitely get seriously hurt. Yeah, more dangerous than driving a car. Maybe I should switch that. Let's go back and post and edit that and write riding a bicycle. Just kidding. You want to ride your bicycle? Yeah, that's more dangerous than uh, doing a controlled donut in an empty parking lot. This guy's got a death wish. He's like, is that dangerous? If you do donuts on private in a private parking lot, is that dangerous? Could you flip your car? You probably could, eh? Depending on what kind of car it is. You know what I mean by donuts? Like if you drive around in a circle really, really yeah. fast? With the, the, the gray skid marks and the black skid marks and, yeah, circling around and around real fast and the engine, well, it, like, yeah, there, rev, revving there's, up and stuff. We're just sitting at um, April 23rd, 2020 right now. We agree on that. And there was yeah. just a very interesting video posted on Young Adunda Square. Practically uh, empty. Somebody doing donuts. Myself. <laughs> trust trust me trust me i know the year yeah you got content. so there's a guy doing donuts in toronto over at young and dundas square on youtube yeah on youtube and then the cops dundas came and it kind of looked it kind of looked like he was running well no it wasn't dundas square come to think of it it was the intersection at young and dundas where dundas square is 
close but, to where you are right now. Yeah, and there were these guys with cameras, and they were like videoing it. Like they were really close videoing it, and this kid just took like a video of what was going on, and the cops showed up almost right away. And then it looked like the people tried to run, but uh, they might have just been getting out of the square so they could be pulled over. But yeah, pretty pretty wild. Uh, I guess pretty, I don't know. Like I don't know what stopped. I don't know what stopped the cameraman from getting hit. Yeah. Because I think that in today's day and age, you can just watch something that's like close to you, but also like oh. you know nothing that's done by a major corporation, just like some insane yeah. thing that had to be. Captured. Well, it's not responsible. It's not responsible behavior. But yeah, that's that's what would you do if you saw that? I mean, I think a lot of people pull out your cell phone camera. Oh yeah, it's cool. pretty much the only logical response to seeing something incredible. You going straight on the internet, bro? <laughs> world star I guess I don't know if that belongs to world star it probably does uh, I've checked out that world site from time star. to time yeah you ever visit world star Not the yet. comments are just horrible what is that is the website if they ever videos? find us oh yeah if we ever if we ever get posted on world star the comments are like so mean it's crazy yeah it's a video website but it's it's curated, so they post a lot of like celebrities getting arrested, and sometimes they post street fights and insane stunts and crashes and people screaming. A lot of times, if you start screaming in in a restaurant or something, like somebody will pull out their phone and say "World Star." Interesting. I because I because that, that makes you into a star, really. Like if you have a yes. public freakout like that and destroy Get a restaurant, you're, you're pretty much like gonna be shamed for that on the internet that's how like in new york city if you yeah that's what that's what they so outrageous some guy might go only in new york or whatever yeah, right? yeah. Some, somebody might look over and go about that though <laughs> Man, what kind i kind of like that youtube channel it's pretty good about that though tho on youtube repeat the catchphrases of popular youtube channels Whenever people act out, <laughs> what kind of dystopian future is this? Am I right? Well, some, sometimes both the people screaming at each other will both, you know, be in the wrong. And so somebody, the one the one lady will start screaming, you're going on YouTube. And then the other woman will be like, well, yeah, well, you're going on Facebook. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Whatever. You're going to post a video. Anyway, I guess it's something for the world to laugh at, but I don't really like that stuff because it's. I'm pretty sure it spikes my blood pressure because whenever I see videos like that, sometimes if, if someone is not in the wrong and they get the short end of the stick or something unfair happens to them, it really bothers me. And I guess that just proves that I'm an animal. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, perhaps I do. When I was in uh, high school, I used to often feel like if somebody were to get shoved into a locker as perhaps a gag or a ruse, or like there used to be these fellows who would, you know, joke around and pick on this little guy or whatever. And I'm pretty sure he was cool with it or whatever because they, they were all cool like that. But it used to deeply disturb me to see that, right? 
and I would just yeah. feel worse for the victim, even if the victim doesn't feel bad about it at all. Yeah, and you can't judge what someone else is thinking because you're totally right about that. Because like maybe he really was cool with it, but maybe sometimes people seem like they're cool with it and they're not. But we don't know because we're not them. Yeah. But it sure, sure doesn't sound pleasant to see to hear of someone getting pushed around and all that. No. Like you know like that you know that people. that show Jackass. They're cool yeah. with it. They they make fun of each other. They shave each other's heads and stuff. But they are cool with it because they're doing it for MTV. Yeah, it becomes their like job there's cameras time. around. But if you're doing if you have that type of behavior with your friends, I don't know. It seems kind of kind of wrong. I remember in my early 20s, I was probably 21 or 22. And I was thinking about moving in with one of my cool friends as a yeah. roommate situation. Yeah. And I was just thinking, yeah, this is what I need. Like I need to be pushed or whatever. Cause my friend would always like, you know, push me to like ask, ask, ask out girls or, you know, try do things that I would normally do or, or like, you know, jump off a cliff at the quarry, like these huge drops. And we kind of, and you know, I was like, this might be what I need for my life and stuff. Like another, because uh, I always thought, like, I thought a lot of times in the in in people's early twenties, maybe they want to uh, be faced with things that they wouldn't normally face, or like feel uncomfortable in their own homes because of all their jock roommates playing pranks on each other, right? Like somebody falls asleep on the couch and they get painted on with a permanent marker. Well, they. You, like you say, I always thought like maybe that's what I need because I've always had it so like I've always been had a good family yeah, and well, stuff I've never I've never learned most from somebody who isn't like you, you I know, guess so somebody who is more unlike you than like you has you know probably different mindsets obviously different mindsets obviously different everything right so just being yeah. around them is going to cause you to think differently for better or worse I guess well, take for example me and you. I mean, we're nothing alike, but we do share a few similar similarities. And you teach me a lot, so I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, I've had plenty of experiences where I've often just found somebody I'm talking to to be, like, lame, for a lack of better words. And, like, it's a terrible thing to, to say. However, you know, have you ever experienced talking to somebody who you don't think you've learned anything from? Um, probably. Yeah. I can think of sometimes one thing that's kind of like a trigger for me is sometimes when I talk to someone with a really soft voice, uh, yeah. and I try to listen, but then sometimes someone has a soft voice and maybe they don't have a lot to say and then get talking to them. Yeah. I could feel drain. I could feel like a drain. I guess I know what you mean. But, you know, maybe maybe you can learn something from someone who at first glance you think that maybe you couldn't learn something from. You know, someone like me. Sometimes I think people think I don't have a lot to say. And that's fine. I learn something from you almost daily because we talk all the time. You know, and every time we talk, I feel like I definitely appreciate what you have to say and reconsider whatever the topic was that you were discussing definitely wow thanks what an incredible compliment and from 
from a person like you, I just got to say thank you. The same back for you. Anyway, before we go, I, I have a quick question for you. What's that? I just wanted to know, what's the name of this show? Oh, this episode? PNC Cold Call Show. PNC Cold Call. PNC? PC Cold Calls. Call. Available everywhere podcasts are sold. And then, of course, we have to name the episode, too. Anxiety Attack? <laughs> Why don't we call it... Problem Child? Oh, that's already a movie. call it Sun Tanning and Neptune? Sure, why not? Name doesn't really ring a lot of bells for me right now. Sun Tanning and Neptune. I feel like there was something, like, something about space in that. Neptune's a planet. Sounds cool to me. All right, well... There she blows, as the sailor would say. Can I do a quote of the day? Yeah, please. It's it's time for the quote of the day. Well, the quote of the day is quite simple. You know what they say? They say, The unknown road is the one less traveled. That's your quote of the day. Okay. The unknown road is the road less traveled. The unknown road is the one less. Less the traveled. One, the unknown roads are the ones least traveled. There you go, ladies and the gentlemen. Un- Thank you for listening. My name is Caleb Gaisley. And uh, I, oh. if you want to... Jiggity J. Jolliker. <laughs> and if you want to leave us a message, you can check us out at anchor.fm slash cold calls. I made a mistake on the other episode at... But just know that it's anchor.fm slash cold calls if you want to leave us a drop us a line. So thanks for listening. And we're going to talk to you again next time.